ATV Talk, the podcast. Sit down with your host industry professional, Leonard Duncan, as the men and women from the ATV world bring their behind-the-scenes stories to life. Every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And remember, dream big. It could be your story one day. GBC Power Sports Tires, a division of Green Ball Corp, has been producing industry-leading tires for ATV side-by-side market for over 25 years with tires like Mongrel, Dirt Devil, TerraMaster, XC Master, Dirt Commander, and Groundbuster. They have a tire for your application. Top racers from GNCC, Works, and Best in the Desert rely on GBC Power Sports tires. So why shouldn't you? Go check them out at gbctires.com to see the full line of tires they offer. Thank you very much. TPR Stabilizer, a leader in steering dampener technology, brings you the new Q5 Sport ATV damper with better control and handling with an upgraded vane and seal system. Go check it out today, www.gprstabilizers.com or call 619-661-0101. Don't forget to tell them ATV Talk Sandy. Neve Shaw, welcome back to ATV Talk. How are you, young lady? Good. Uh, thank you for having me back. Oh, dude, it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. Hey, um, the year's just zooming by. I know before we started this, we were both like in awe that it round seven's coming. Wow. Yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. It's gone by pretty fast. Uh, I think it's been like every two weeks since uh, it just keeps going. Every two weekends, we have a race. And it doesn't let up that that way till the end. After this weekend, there's uh, three rounds left, and that's it, right? No break. Yep. Uh, there's a little bit of a break. Um, I think July there's a three week break. I'm pretty sure, but other than that, it's pretty every about every two weeks. But uh, it ends in September or October. Um, August actually. It ends. Uh, the second weekend in August, it actually ends. Wow. So we got three more after this upcoming round. Um, but I won't be going to the Pennsylvania round, sitting that one out. Why? It's far. Costs too much to travel all the way up there. Wow. So, have, have you noticed? Well, l- let's just get onto that topic right off, and then we'll get into how your year's going. Um have you noticed much of a drop off in some of the entries or have other people talked about missing certain entries because of the drive? Yeah. Um, actually a bunch of people around me are actually skipping this Pennsylvania race because of the drive and keep of the increase of prices and fuel and just everything else. Really. It's just, it's crazy how much it's increased over the year. Um, so like a bunch of people around me haven't gone, um, I know last round because also the rain has been scaring people off too, which I mean, I don't blame them. I wouldn't want to spend all that money and go race in the mud every weekend, but, and destroy everything. But uh, it's looked like we've had rain at almost every round this year. 
yeah, it, it's when I raced back years and years ago, back in the nineties, we had a season that no matter what we did, we were in the rain. I mean, it didn't matter what you were in the rain one day or both days. Right. In 2013, it was like that too. I remember every race was rain and, yeah. uh, it was crazy. Like every single race, I think 2014 was kind of similar. It wasn't as bad as 2013, but, uh, it's kind of like, this is another year of just rain. I thought the farmer's almanac could uh, predict that. Right. I, Wouldn't a race promoter get the almanac out and figure out his schedule? Yeah, we, like that? we picked every wrong weekend, I think, of the year to be racing, but it is what it is, I guess. Yeah, the, the gas prices are and the airline tickets, uh, you know, we, we pondered for a couple of weeks longer than we should have to decide to come to Ohio. I mean, I don't know how much the prices went up, you know, and I know nobody ever wants to talk about this on the, on, on the deal. They want to talk about your racing, but um, yeah, the, the, the cost to do this was, was hugely weighed into us coming to Ohio. You know, I, I think it's going to be worth it. Um, there's so many people that I want to talk to and so many people that I want to, um, you know, meet face to face, you being one of them, you know, uh, to shake hands and, 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 you know, know that that's a real person, you know, zoom meetings don't, don't give you that, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. So, I think it's going to be, I think it's gonna be pretty fun. I do too. Have you ever done a press conference? You ever been involved in anything like that? No. Well, it's way easier than you think for you because right. all I do is answer a few questions and then it goes to the next person. Right. Uh, myself and whoever's standing up there with me, we have to ask all the questions and do all the, the talking and, and, and make it as interesting as possible for everybody. So right. it's gonna be great. I, I, I enjoy it. I love it because it gets, it, it it's going to highlight some of the people that never get highlighted. And I think right. it's going to be really right. cool. Yeah. I think it's going to be, it's going to be pretty cool. Something different. And I don't know. I think it'll be good. It is. It's, it's de definitely a different take on promoting everybody. Yep. Yep. Definitely. So talk to me about your year. You know, we weren't, we talked a little bit about Daytona, had rain, you had a bad start. Um, you salvaged some. Yeah. So uh, pretty much Daytona pretty much set the theme for the rest of the year. Bad starts about every race this year. Um, Texas was all right. Um, kind of my starts weren't bad there. Just keeping up with them was a little bit harder there. I don't know whatever happened between Daytona and Texas. I don't know. I just couldn't keep up with them. Couldn't set Andrea and Kinsey's pace, you know, but, um, so we ended up third there. Um, then we go to Aonia and it freaking pours like, it was so bad that only um, the pro and uh, WMX and I think it was pro sport raced on Saturday. They canceled the rest of us. And I mean, it was probably some of the craziest mud I've raced in probably my whole career. And uh, the first moto was good. I came out second on the start and uh, actually Andrea passed me and uh but then we come to the finish line which was the worst corner of the whole track and um 
her and the girl that was in first, I forget who was in first, but they got stuck in the corner and I somehow managed to get around them. And, uh, pretty much it was follow the leader all the rest of the race. So I just kept going. I was riding my own race. I ended up winning that one. Then the second one, second moto that day, the track really didn't get any better. It just got train tracked like really bad. There's one line around the whole track. Um, so then I pulled the whole shot. I keep, I get going. I'm in my groove. I pulled away from a little bit and, uh, come around for the second lap. Cause we're only doing four laps. I believe this day, because it was so bad. We usually do five, but, um, come around in the middle of the track and there's five girls stuck going up this one hill and I managed to get around them to go up the hill. But when I got to the top of the hill, I tried to drop back into the main rut how I centered myself and I was stuck there for like half a lap, maybe even a little bit more when I got going. I don't even know what place I was in because everybody was just scattered. Like nobody knew who was where or what. There's so many people just stuck, but I managed to come back and pass a couple people. And I think I got up to third for that moto, but I pretty much salvaged a second that time which sucked because that would have been my first win of the season still haven't gotten a win this year but that was probably the worst mud race i've ever raced then after that we go to high point just bad starts let me ask you a question about that race they didn't do any real good track prep before you guys or or get some of that out of they just made you race run it they the track prep um was not very good in my opinion they they could have scraped a lot more off the track to get the track a little bit more raceable, but they did not. I actually went up to one of the referees before our WMX moto. And I was like, can you like scrape the, the finish line corner was awful. Like there was no good way. Um, Madison in the first moto, they had to get a side-by-side hook a chain to her, put the side-by-side and four wheel drive just to pull her out because they couldn't get her bike out of there. Cause she was stuck so bad in the corner that was on the track. That wasn't even like off the track. No, that was on the track. And, uh, so I asked, I was like, is there any way we can like just scrape some of that off to make it better? So they actually did. I don't know if nobody like told them or what, like this corner was pretty bad or how many times they had to pull people out. I would have thought that they would have known like, Hey, we need to do something about this corner. But I feel like they could have scraped a little bit more mud than what they did off. But I mean, if that's the best that they could do, I mean, I guess that was <laughs> great. So, I, mean, I don't, think, I don't think that's the exact language you want to use right there. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> I was the track, it got re- one line. It was really one line and it's super deep because everybody put on like GNCC size tires just so they could get around the track. And there was some, the reason why everybody got stuck on the hill on the, in the second moto is because I think all of them that got stuck had small tires. So, I mean, they they had no chance even going out there anyways, because the pros had been out there. The pro sport had been out there. We had already been out there. So we had already dug way down going through there. I mean, they're already dragging. And if you stop, I mean, they really had nothing going for them with small tires on that's what kind of aggravated me is because there's so many people stuck going up that. And then I had to like go around and then people were going off the water truck lanes and stuff. And then actually 
later on in that same race, there was another section that was all, there was people all across it, but, um, Kevin Bailey, the referee was standing there and he like made us go off the track and then get back on the track because the whole track was just blocked across. And there was a little bit of a controversy with that because the people that were stuck there didn't get the chance to go around. I mean, it was, but I had to go find my way around the one spot and got ended up getting stuck. And then I couldn't get it out because I couldn't pick it up because it was like suction to the ground. And um, I ended up, I almost blew the bike up actually because I was on the rev limiter so much, which my, I think my dad was screaming from the other side of the track, which he, he could just hear me. He couldn't see me. He just hear my bike about to just blow up. But um, I ended up having, I was started getting down by the chain to dig it out because I didn't know what else to do because I couldn't lift it. But um, thankfully a track worker came and helped me get it out. So I finally got back going, but uh, it was, it wasn't, that fun to do that one it was it was pretty thick mud too like um it wasn't watery or nothing it was just like thick because where i'd sat for a little bit it was just thick and it was just oh it's awful so i take it the track prep guy wasn't anybody's friend no no i don't think a lot of people were happy i mean the when the off the start every time we'd have a start Whoever was in front was the cleanest. Everybody else, you couldn't even tell who they were. They were just brown. Wow. Like. Wow. It took me, I think we got done racing. I think the pros raced at like six. I We got, we were probably racing at five-ish. I got off the track, went back. I probably started washing right after the pro race. And it was like. Probably like 6.20, I started washing my bike. I didn't get done until almost 9 o'clock washing my four-wheeler. That's how bad it was. And it still wasn't perfect. It still had to be rewashed when we got home because it was. You don't race any other classes? You just race the WMX? This year, I've just been doing WMX just because we can go there for Saturday and then leave Sunday to get home. But um, I usually race uh, the 450B class, which I'll probably race it at Briarcliff because I think we're going to stay for Sunday. So I'll probably race it there. Nice, nice. Yeah, we got to leave uh, right around 4.30, I'm guessing, maybe a little later um, to make it back to the airport to get the right. car and, you know, do the do the whole nine yards. If, if Jeremy and I would have had a little better conversation, I probably would have left sunday morning but i didn't uh i'll have to say it's my fault for not communicating well enough you know right because if i'd have known that the fireworks and the and the uh you know uh, uh what is that the pit bike race the pit bike race yeah i'd have begged it's somebody for a pit bike i'd have begged somebody for a pit bike or <laughs> or, or paid to, to race one you know just to go out there and and, and throttle a pit bike for a little while, you know? Right. Yeah. They yeah. get pretty wild there. Last year was pretty wild. It actually rained during the pit bike race last year. Uh, it just, it just looks so much fun. You know? Yeah. It, it was fun last year. Everybody was out there in the rain, just cheering everybody on. It was fun. 
That's awesome. I, I'm hoping that I can talk to somebody about taking some photos for us so that we can get some pictures of the autograph session and we can get some pictures of the, of the pit bike race. And, and so we can post all that stuff. Uh, right. Right. Yep. Yeah. I will definitely plan better the second time we go and the pick the event that we go to and make sure that I get all the details ahead of time. Um, you know, even when I was traveling to the races and they had some of these events where they had these things, uh, when I was going to back East or even, even when I was traveling on the West coast, I never participated in anything like that because I was usually prepping a bike or knee deep working on something. And this, it just was never part of the deal. And being on the right. different side of the fence now, uh, you get to watch some of that stuff or, or, or even participate. And that's a whole new, a whole new line of fun for me, you know? Yeah. Yeah, this race actually, uh, my dad won't be able to make it, so I got to be more a little independent, be my own mechanic and stuff this week. So, oh, that's a bummer. I'm not going to get to meet your dad. No, he won't. He won't be there this weekend. He's got to work. Well, maybe we'll shoot a little video for him and send it to him. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's a. Uh, he's got to keep the funds coming towards me, I guess. Well, I understand how that is. I totally get that. You know, so yeah. make sure when, when you talk to him tomorrow or tonight, whatever, just tell him that I'm going to, I'm going to miss him. And uh, yeah, I will. I definitely will. We'll, we're not done scheduling things. We're just uh, having to refigure how we do it. That's all. Right. So what happened? That was round three, right? Yep. That was round three. What happened around four? So round four, we got a high point. Pretty. We get a. The starts weren't terrible there. They're around mid-pack starts, but uh, it's just like once I get up to the third-place position, the Andrea and Kinsey are usually already bridged a gap um, away, so it's hard to catch back up. And then by the end of the race, I mean, by the time I caught up, it was the end of the race, so I didn't really have any time to do anything, set any moves in on anything, but uh, – <laughs> So we ended up third there. Nothing really exciting happened there. Then we go. Both shoot. motos? Yeah, both motos was repeat. Same thing. Can I ask you a question about Kinsey? Yeah. Were you surprised at her speed as a rookie? Yeah, I, was, uh, I will say I was very surprised. Um, she, uh, coming off the 250, I thought she would struggle a little bit more, honestly, just from the, the power change over, just because, I mean, that's a – I kind of struggled a little bit at first, but I mean, she seemed to adapt it very well. I mean, she's rolling out there. Yeah, I was definitely surprised. Um, is Ellie Roush a rookie? Um, I'm not sure. She's young too. She might be actually. I'm not sure if she ran any. I don't know how old she is exactly. I don't know if she ran any last year. I'd have to look back in online and see. But she she actually ended up winning the Georgia race. I think she got a two one moto scores, I believe. Which was that was pretty much a survival race. Whoever freaking finished, you were glad that you even finished that race. But right. No, I mean she she earned it though. She uh she survived the race and she uh came out on top. But uh yeah, that's that's what it's all about in in a survival race like that, you know? Oh yeah. She's actually a really good mud racer too, is Ellie. 
because I've watched her in her the 15 plus class too when it rains. Because we've been lucky a couple races, like at High Point on Sunday, it actually rained there. And I think she did pretty decent there too. Did Ellie in the mud. And then at uh, Ironman, I think she won 15 plus two because it rained Saturday. And then it was still a mud fest on Sunday, I believe. What'd you think of Ironman? I liked it actually. I really gelled with the track. Um, if I would have just got a little bit better start in the first moto, we would have been all right. Cause that was after high point. We went there. Um, first moto horrible start. I think I was like sixth or seventh. Had to go through them. Caught back up, but they're already gone. I believe. I think Kenzie won that one. The first moto I believe. I think she pulled the start and then uh, I think Andrea was right behind her. Then once I caught up, caught up to them, uh, uh, they were already gone. Once I got to third, they were gone. The second moto, I started out um, right behind them. So we, all three of us um, were going. And then actually, Andrew got the start. Kinsey was in second. I was in third. And we go around a couple corners and Kinsey hits the rut wrong and flies off the track. So I got past her. And then I was right on Andrea. I mean, we were battling out this, this motor. We were neck and neck, but I just couldn't make anything happen. And then right there at the last lap, I kind of lost all my energy. My arms locked up. So she kind of got just a little bit on me, but I mean, it was a good race. That's one of the first time I got second in a moto, which I was pretty happy to break the third streak because that was getting old. But um, so I ended up getting second there. Well, third overall, but I got second in the second moto, which I was pretty happy about. I got a good start, which um, was good for me. Well, that's, then, uh, that's awesome. So I was pretty happy about getting the second, but I really wanted to, if I, if I would have actually passed Andrea, I could have won the overall, but I didn't, I didn't calculate it all in my head. Cause I was just trying to go, go, go. So if I would have known that, I think I probably would have pushed a little hard on the last lap, but my arms are so dead. I was, that's how I had for that. So let me ask you this question. Do you think your starts are, machine or mental it's mental i actually watched my starts from last round at sunset the videos of them and i'm literally right there with kinsey and andrea and you can just see me just let off when somebody else comes up next to me i just let off the gas and here they all go around but i would have had like perfect starts this past weekend if i would have just stayed in the gas a little bit longer what do you think's going on? I don't know. I honestly, my dad says that I've trained my brain in the from racing the boys' class because I'm scared to like get in the gist of all that. So then when I've trained myself to go down to the very end and then let off and let them all go around the corner, he thinks I've trained my brain to do that. I don't. Which just I, mean, I would. I would kind of agree. But now I'm not racing with the boys as much. I'm still doing it in the girls class. And before, like in 2018, when I won the title, I mean, I, I pulled majority of the starts in the class. And then last year I pulled a bunch of starts. I, I just, 
It's just mental, I think. But uh, I mean, I'll practice starts and starts and starts over at the house, but it's like when we get to the track, it's just different. When you practice starts, so lay this out for me. So are you just going when you drop the hammer, you go X amount of feet and then you're done? Or are you going to the first turn and then you're done? Or or how do you do it? So we actually have a starting gate at our track out here and we have it like we have a pretty long corner that we start. And then most of the time I ride with two or three other people. So we all line up and somebody's out there doing like a card and somebody's dropping the gate and we'll go all the way until it meshes back onto the track. Like we'll do an actual like race setting start. So you're going past to get the whole shot. You have to go through the turn to get the whole shot. So the yeah. whole shot line is past the turn, like it is in most events. Yeah. That's good. That's good. That That's training that you need, you know. Yeah. Especially yeah, like, when uh, you run into you. We'll, or, we'll turn onto the track, and then we'll go around the next corner, and then on like a little straightaway. You know, I was watching the uh, motorcycles start for uh, at Fox Raceway uh, in the 250 class. And, and this is the only class that they seem to show this. I don't know why, but they showed the whole shot and who got the whole shot. And it's, you, you go through two corners and then over two jumps and that's where the line is. And I'm thinking, yeah, it's like way after this, the whole starting line. Yeah. The, I mean, it's already single file when yep. it gets to that point. So it's, so it's definitely defined. Yeah. Uh, you know, do they break it down? Um, I know Brian Jenkins has been doing a bunch of stuff with you guys. Is he breaking it down for you guys uh, and giving you a good, a good line to get to for the whole shot? Yeah, we actually have our own uh, whole shot line. It's, it's by the pros whole shot line, but it's like, it, you can tell like it's a little bit different. It's either a little bit before the pros or a little bit after I can't, it's different every race, but uh, yeah, he's got, our own flags and everything for our whole shot. And, uh, it's pretty cool. That's so awesome. That's, you know, he's doing a lot for us this year is Brian, uh, especially with the whole shot money and stuff. I mean, we get better whole shot money than the pros do. So. Well, you're pros. Yeah. You're, you're lady pros. I mean, come on, you know, I mean, I I don't remember who I was talking to. I think it was Andrea. And I said, you're a professional now. So, I don't want to hear any of these other things that you're talking about because you're not an amateur. No, you're not a man uh, in the men's pro class. You're in the, in the women's pro class. So, you know, stand up, take a bow and, and know that that's your role and that's your class. You know, it's right. Proud of it. I mean, it's, it's, it's a big deal, you know? So uh, I think that that's pretty awesome that, that Brian's taking care of you guys like that. Oh yeah. He's uh. He's definitely done a lot of work for us this year. Um, he's put a lot of effort in, which is, it's pretty cool to see. On average, how many ladies are on the line? Um, It's been around 12 every race, if not, I think the last one we had 13, but it's usually around between 10 and 12 every race, which has been pretty good. Did, have you heard of Holly's going to come back anytime soon? Uh, Holly? Um, I don't think this year. Cause she's actually getting married in August. So she kind of wants to not get hurt again. 
she was pretty pretty good wreck she had because me and her are pretty good friends now uh but uh yeah i think she's gonna wait till next year to come back to to him that's that's cool yeah but, uh, we had her and andrea and brian on a live to talk about uh the women's sports and the w yeah. everything yeah holly had a pretty bad wreck um she ended up having a surgery on her collarbone, I believe. But uh, she wanted to come back, but I don't. I don't think she will this year. Not to the nationals. Yeah, she has, She's got. She's pretty involved in a local series too. Yeah, she's uh very involved in her local series, which is pretty cool to see. Well, yeah. I mean, is there much racing by you? Uh not really. Our local series is kind of small. I mean. And there's not many quads that really go to them anymore. There used to be, but it's kind of died down around us. Is it died down this year or has it just been dying down slowly over the years? Slowly over the years. Ever since I got onto a bigger bike, when I was on mini quads, it was huge. Like we had all kinds of people going out. But once I started getting onto like 250s and then definitely 450s, it, it definitely was dying. Were you beating everybody? Is that what the problem was? <laughs> no, uh, I don't know. It was weird. It was like everybody was just slowly starting to quit. And I was, it was weird, but there's not very, it started to kind of pick back up with the mini quad stuff, but the, for the big bikes, it's not, it's not very good around here. Well, Hey, it's, it's got to stem from the little bikes. So if you oh, have yeah. a lot of little bikes, then the big bikes will start to come back. Yeah, that's what. There are, uh, is there a lot of little bikes at the um, nationals? Yeah, there's quite a few. I think um, most seventy classes and fifty classes they've had to have LCQs for. So I mean that's pretty good because last year that they, I don't believe there was one for the fifties or seventies. Wow. I know both fifty classes you have to qualify for them because I have a little buddy that um, races in one of them. Which that's is pretty, pretty cool to see. That's pretty cool. Sunset Ridge. So Sunset, uh, pretty much first moto. First moto, the start was okay. was okay. It was better than the second moto start. We come out probably fifth. I'd pass two people. And then I actually set uh, the fastest lap time of the moto. Um I think it was a second or third lap. It said a two minute flat lap time, which was three seconds faster than uh, both Kinsey and Andrea. And I caught up to the backside of uh, Kinsey because Kinsey was leading and then Andrea got around her. And I caught up to the back of Kinsey. I just, but I just couldn't make anything happen because I was so far back. Caught up and uh, I just. Just couldn't make anything happen there, but I was pretty happy to show the speed that I had. Everybody was like going crazy over that lap time, but I was like, well, it really didn't do anything for me because I still caught third, but. Um, <laughs> Did they give a fastest lap trophy or anything like that? No, no, it's kind of just for your pride, I guess. But um, yeah, I, I mean, I was pretty pumped about it. Three seconds is a lot compared. I mean, for the level that we've like us three have pushed ourselves to this year, 
I mean, I thought that was crazy, honestly. Because three seconds is, is quite a bit. Yeah, it is. That's huge. Like, I, when I seen that, I was like, there's no way. There's no way I did that. But uh, I mean well, if you if I, they had a if they had a four second gap on you, okay, you ate three quarters of it in one lap. Yeah. Um, I want to say it was my second lap because the first lap, it took me about half a lap to get into third. And then I really put my head down to catch them because I had seen how much they had like gotten away from me already. So I was like, well, dang, I better, if I want to get up there, I better go now. So, I mean, I was, I felt so good in my first moto. Like I felt so comfortable. Like I was, I was riding pretty good for, for me and I caught up to them, but I just, just couldn't make nothing happen in the second moto. Me and Andrea actually, um, Kinsey ended up getting the start. And then somebody like came flying almost into Andrea. So then she hit her brakes a little bit and that let a couple people get around. But I was like right behind her. So we both kind of got screwed over on the start and a couple people got by us. So me and her, Kinsey, it was already gone. She got the start. And um, so, uh, me and Andrew kind of had a little bit of work to do to get past a couple of the other ladies in the class. And by that time, I mean, Kinsey had a pretty good lead on us. I mean, me and Andrea were both pushing each other to try and chase her, but I mean, we, we, we could not catch Kinsey. Like it was crazy. The difference from the first moto to the second, how much, well, I mean, we just couldn't catch her. She's on fire, huh? She was on at that time. We were like, like even after the race, me and Andrea looked at each other and we were like, what the heck? Like, but I mean, I'll give it to Kinsey. She's, she's on it this year for, for sure. Um, she's, uh, she's flying. So is it in, is it intimidating at all going to her home track? Um, and when you mean home track, I mean her dad's the the promoter. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, yeah, she rides there. I mean that's her practice track. So uh, you know, I have mixed mixed feelings about it, but um, I don't know. I mean, I feel like we're all at the same speed, um, so she might have like just a little bit of advantage. But there's nothing out there that I don't think would separate us. I mean, there's the big jump in the middle, but. I don't think um, she's done it. Not that I know of. I mean, she might have done it on her own time, but I think everything else is pretty even. I mean, all of our ground speed, we're pretty. We're well, pretty tell me about this big jump in the middle. It's, they call it Bigfoot, I believe. And it's like a, I don't know how big it is, but it it's pretty long. It throws you up in the air. And uh, a couple of people have wrecked on it last year, actually, but it's pretty big. Um, but I don't foresee any of us girls doing it. Only person I would see doing it would probably be Kinsey because it's her home track. But if it was like a track that none of us went to, like, like it wasn't a regular track that everybody goes and rides at all the time, I don't feel like anybody would do it. Well, that's, that's, you know, that's what you get when you go to the, somebody's home track. I mean, it's, everybody's got a home, you know, a track that they frequent more than any, any others. 
Right. It just happens to be her actual home track. Yeah, her home track. It'd be like me having a race at my track. I don't know. It's a. Uh, you know where all the nuances are. Yeah. But when the thing is, when like on a national weekend, like even if you go to like these tracks all the time, the lines shape up so differently. Even from Friday to Saturday, the lines are completely different. So, I mean, I know like on a practice track, when you just have a couple of people, there's usually just like one main line. So, like, when we get into race situations, the lines could be different. You know, um, they might not be like her normal line that she runs while she practices by herself or with her other. Yeah, because they wear in different because so many people are on the course. Yeah. So that's what I, I mean, there's, there's a benefits to her and there's, and there's not because, you know, I mean, she knows the track very well because I mean, it's, it's right there, but I feel like the lines will shape up just a little bit different. She could be overconfident, this, that, the other thing. You just never know. I want to ask you a question about your machine. Um, I believe you're riding a hybrid. Yep. And what motor and what chassis? Uh, So I have the Walsh chassis with the 2020 Sierra 450 in it. And how do you like that package? Um, Really, uh, since last year, we've uh, improved a lot on it, um, actually. I love the motor. We just had a little bit of a rough time getting used to the chassis. Coming from the LTR to that, it was a little different, even though they're like based off an LTR, they do work a lot different. And, um, so it, it took a little bit to get used to it, but this year we've, uh, I've grown to like it a lot actually. And the power delivery on the motorcycle motor and this quad chassis is really good. Oh yeah. It's like, it's crazy. Like my motor's stock, like we don't have any like motor work done to it. Really? Yeah. No motor work done. It's completely stuck. Do you think that it might need a little horsepower or are you already more horsepower than the two you're racing against? Um, well, I uh, take that back. Sorry, ladies. I didn't mean to mean that the rest <laughs> of the class wasn't there. So please don't take it that way. Um, so when you line up, uh, do you feel you're under horsepowered at all? No, I don't. I, I don't think I am. Uh, with the tune-up that we have in our bike and stuff, uh, I think it's pretty good because you can change a lot just in the ECU box and stuff. And uh, with race fuel, exhaust, different things, you know. Um, I mean, I I think um, definitely the exhaust has been the biggest thing this year because they've wanted to quiet down the the exhaust and stuff. So we actually put a quiet one on ours, but it – makes a little less power but um some other people have just been running the regular exhaust still so they still have um that good power so we're actually gonna go back to a regular exhaust instead of the quiet one because everybody else is getting away with it so we're gonna go back to it why would they what's the point of the noise i don't know it's never been an issue before until this past year when they started bringing it up I don't know. It's always been in the rule book is the thing, but nobody's ever, it's the decibel or whatever, but 
nobody's wanting to check it. And we actually talked to Harv at sunset and he was, he said, I'm not going to go through and check every, everybody at the racetrack. He's like, I don't have the time for that, which I mean, I don't blame him. That's a lot of bikes to set up and have to test. It would take forever. Yeah. And, and, and the, the decibel thing is just, a, it, to me, it's a joke. Yeah. You know, I mean, there is some that are like extremely loud that they could, they could work on it for sure. Like repack the exhaust. Like there's a bunch of those that need repacked. Like you can tell, but, um, like a regular exhaust, I mean, they're louder. Like, like Yamaha's are characteristically louder than, than Honda's. Right. And the Suzuki was moderate, you know, as yeah. it goes. So I don't understand what the big push to be quiet is, because if you listen to some of those pro bikes, uh, they're not quiet. No, especially after the race. Yeah. I know the pros, they have to make the sound actually, but, um, It almost so. drives the cost up because now they have to build a quiet exhaust and then make more horsepower to compensate for the quiet exhaust. Yep, you do. The uh, an exhaust. Uh, I will say, we tried a bunch of exhaust this year, and it makes a big difference. Just the way this the the quiet. If they're the quieter they are, and so so, you know, the bigger. The bigger the core is, I mean, you get more, a little bit more power. To, to a point, that's how it works. Yeah. 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 I mean, just to sum it up for the layman's terms, yeah, that's that, 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 yeah. that's true. Um, so Kinsey's Kinsey's riding what kind of machine? She's on um the Honda chassis with the CRF motor in it. So she's on a hybrid too. Really? Yeah. And Andrea's on the YFC 450R. Yep. Do you see a clear cut advantage between hybrid versus the, 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 the Yamaha chassis? Um, not really. I mean, Andrea, she's, she's got power. I mean, her, her bike is fast. Um, it seems to handle pretty well from what I've seen. Um, I mean, I would just, I don't know. I think the acceleration of the dirt bike motor is a little bit better than the Yamaha, but I mean, the Yamaha also has its things that are better than the CRF. Would it be her rear, her, so? A Yamaha rear end is way better than probably everything because it's got like the dirt bike style rear end in it. So that's one good thing that Andrea has. It's a good rear end. You think that the, her the, her rear setup works better than yours? Oh yeah. I think it's a lot smoother than. Have you talked to Mike? Have has. you talked to Mike Walsh, Walsh about it to see if he can improve it? Oh yeah, we've tried. I'm still waiting on a chassis from from him actually. Well, the world's been the world's behind, so um, yeah. You know, being being upset about too many things. I mean, I have a stack of back orders about that. <laughs> so. Uh, it's not that we're not trying. It's just sometimes you just can't get the material or you can't get people to show up to work or you have this or that. Yeah. Um, it's, it's just, it's just crazy. Yeah. You know, and then yeah. you talk about yeah. shipping and gas prices and all these other things that we have to deal with. You know, you quote a price on Monday and on Friday it's double and you're like, Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. 
it, it's it, crazy. It's not, it's not fun to some point, you know, I mean, I love building machines and, and working on them, but the instability of the material cost and the parts cost, that's, that, 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 that makes the job not fun. No, well, I understand. You know, cause sometimes some customers, eh, no problem. Got it. I understand others. You quoted me and I go, oh, Hey, <laughs> yeah, sorry. I, I got it, but it wasn't not my deal. You know, you right. bought this, this brand of part and, and it went up. So, oh yeah, I've seen an increase in about everything, especially race fuel. Race fuel has gone up insanely this year. Well, on the West Coast, regular like VP 110, Sunoco 110 hasn't went up. Really? Price hasn't raised. I know we were running C12 there for a while. And we could get it for like $65 for five gallons. And now it's like 110 for five gallons. Wow. That over here, it's, it's, it's crazy. Just for C12, which is, I don't, I haven't looked at our 110. I'd have to, I'd have to go look at that. We have a 110 pump in town. I'd have to go look and see how much it's gone up. Well, I would just go by 110. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, cause it's going to be, it's going to be three to four gallon dollars a gallon cheaper. Oh, definitely. Last time I I went, it was like seven ninety nine for a gallon. Yeah, that, Last time I got one ten. Yeah, I, depending on the brand, I'd be buying one ten. Yeah, because <laughs> it's not going to make that much of a difference, it really. Wow. I mean, you're splitting hairs at that point. Right. Man, so what can we look forward to for the last four rounds from Neve? So I want to get, I want to achieve some good starts. I want to at least get a couple hole shots for the rest of the season. And I want to get a win. I don't want to go without a win this year. That would just, it would kind of sting on my part, you know? Um, so I've got what I have three races left out of the four. So uh, I like Red Bud and Loretta's. So, uh, Ohio, I haven't really got to ride there much. We got to, I think I've been there twice in my, uh, I think, yeah, I've only been there twice. So, I uh, don't really, not familiar with the track. So, uh, but the dirt is similar to my house, though. I will say that the dirt's pretty similar to here. So, um, traction should be semi-normal similar yeah it should be similar should the uh dirt but um just getting the track down would be a little bit is there a um drop for you ladies i think we have two drops so they're only going to count eight yes i believe they're counting eight of the ten rounds yes and you have that's what we all agreed on and you have five thirds or uh, four thirds in a second, and yes. the one that of I one second and the rest are thirds, I believe. So you've got third every time, but the one second. Yeah, sadly. So you'd be towing, you'd be throwing two thirds away right now. Yeah. Yep. And it's okay to throw thirds away if you can add a couple firsts in there, right? Yeah, that's a. I need to. I need to at least have one this year. 
That's well, fighting, wow. you go out and win a race, you know, and overall that breaks up the points for Kenzie and Andrea, depending on who gets second. Yeah. You know, cause going to a third changes it uh, quite a bit, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, I think it's 25, 22, then 20, I think. I don't know. I don't know the points difference. It's something like that. It's yes, a couple yeah, points. Five. Three points. Three points and then two, I believe. It, so, I mean, it, it adds up. Yeah, so you could lose 10 points to somebody if if you got two-thirds and they got two firsts. Yep. Wow. Yeah, I, I the way they score it is different for me. I have to get used to it. I, right. I remember back in the old days when – you know, the, the, the least amount of points you got, you got, everything was small. So if you had two motos, the lowest number one, right. You know, which it still should be that way. Yeah. But the only thing that makes the, that makes me scratch my head is if you get first and then you get a second and Andrea gets first and a second, you have the same points. Yep. Whoever wins the second down. moto gets the overall. Yeah. Makes no sense. If you get the overall, you should have more points. Yeah. I mean, I'm scratching my noodle here, you know, trying to figure this out. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Right? Am I, yeah. am I wrong? No, but you're right. Yeah, I just, uh, I'm always looking at points when we, we watch all kinds of different racing. Just, yeah, I mean it's all different. I guess depending on whatever you race, there's there's different different ways they score it all. Uh, yeah, and 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 they uh, they adopted this a few years back or quite a few years back, and you know it is what it is. I don't have a vested interest in it. I just would question it if I was in that in that role. You right? Know, why why do you do it this way? <laughs> you know. I agree. Yeah. Um, I've looked at the forecast for Ohio and it's supposed to be clear on Friday and Saturday. There are yeah. a 30% chance of rain on, on Saturday. Yeah. Um, 70% or a 50% chance on, on Sunday. Hopefully it stays dry. Yeah. I'm kind of hoping so too. I don't want to be in mud all weekend. I hate it. <laughs> I hate tracking it everywhere. Tracking it in the RV in a trailer. Oh, I just hate it. Didn't have enough cleanup. Up. The cleanup's the worst part. Cleaning up. Well, all the you graduated high school, correct? Yep. So you're just a full time racer? No, I go to I go to college. Online or actual physical? Um. So I've been doing it online lately, but coming this fall, I'll be going back to in-person. Are you looking forward to that? Kind of, I guess. Um, a little bit different. but. Uh, what are you studying? Uh, nursing. Oh, nice. You want to be a nurse? Yep. So yep. how many years of schooling do you have before you graduate to go hunt down that job? Um, about two and a half. Have you done any volunteer work yet? Uh, not yet. No. 
Nice. Nice. That's a tough job. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. My niece works, uh, is a nurse as an RN, as an RN. My wife is a hospice. Um, I don't call her a nurse. They call her a home caregiver. Right. So she does everything the nurses do, but, but give medicine, you know, um, right, right, right. and my son is a respiratory therapist. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, I would have never even thought of the medical field, um, kind of, you know, just not my gig kind of gross. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's not you staying, you know, it's, it's, a it's, a different different world on the medical field really it's it's all there's a lot of stuff to it i mean there's all kinds of different options too throughout the medical field i mean you can do i mean there's options for days have you just wanted to go be an rn like a registered nurse or do you have some type of specialty that you're looking at so i really want to be a nurse practitioner that's like my end goal um but I do like more of the orthopedic side. Like, uh, I don't know. I've been in the orthopedic buildings quite a bit. So <laughs> I've kind of grown to like that area a little bit better than the rest. Um, definitely don't really want to do the ER. There's some crazy stuff that goes through the ER. But uh, I definitely feel like more orthopedic and then eventually nurse practitioner. That's a lot of schooling. That's oh amazing. yeah. The nurse practitioner is an extra two years once you are an RN. But usually you go out after you get your RN, you go get some experience and then you come back and do a nurse practitioner. Yeah, my son talked about it for a short time. You know, he thought that it would be a deal. Yeah. Um and, and I don't know what happened, but he got really into the uh respiratory deal and he actually teaches at a college now. Oh wow. That's pretty cool. Still works in the hospital, but but yep. teaches at the college too. So yeah, cool. yeah, I could tell you stories. Thinking my son is a professor at a college, I'm like, wow. Okay. <laughs> you know, I'll take the win. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he was always a good kid, but yeah, you know, I mean, all kids, all of us have strayed off, you know, and our parents probably think, what are you doing? Right. Right. Yeah. Well, that's an admirable profession. That's, that's pretty awesome to hear. You're going to have to keep me up to speed on how that goes for you. Yeah, I will. Yep. Definitely. It's going to get uh, a little bit more. I get to try and apply for the nursing program actually this fall. So. Well, that's good. I get accepted. Oh, I hope you do. I hope <laughs> you do. Uh, I mean, more and more people are, are heading that direction, I think. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, there's a, big shortage of nurses too right now. So right. You, know, you always need nurses. Always need them. I think that I think that as our population gets older, you need or more active or larger, you just need more and more medical staff to do more and more. Oh yeah. Things. I mean, with especially with the population growing and more people coming to the US and stuff. I mean it's a little no, that's that's only re, that's the only reason our population is growing yeah you if you look at birth rates in the united states they're down yeah it's more um people coming over here 
Yeah. I mean, you got to grow, I guess, somehow, right? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> somehow. You, you know, yeah. it, it is the greatest country in the world for a reason. Oh, yeah. So, uh, I mean, I understand why people are coming. I really oh, do. Yeah. You know, so, so I've traveled the world and seen some things that scratch your head like, really? Okay. <laughs> That's how you do it here. <laughs> All right. Yeah. You know, who am, I to, uh, who am I to say you're wrong? You know, can't yeah. go home. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I get to leave. They, they, they stay. have to stay. Yeah, right. Neve, yeah. I'm really looking forward to meeting you in Ohio. Yeah, me too. This is going to come out after we've already met in Ohio. So, yeah. what I want to do is is we'll schedule a, a little short add-on after Briarcliff, so that we get that round into your. A recap of your season and uh you know keep up keep up to speed with you and and yeah. find out how you're doing um and you know i'm always i'm always watching from a distance not always am i am i interjecting but i am always watching so um you know i the, the hardest thing for me to do is to find results for the wmx really yep they don't really post them on uh they were they were posting them there on the their ATV motocross page for a while. And then it kind of, they kind of stopped doing it. I found a site, you know, probably not going to be able to find it again, but I found a place that I got all of the top five in each class to set up coming to this, uh, the, 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 the Friday event and, um, can't find that site again. (laughs) <laughs> so you know that's my inability on how to work a computer but i'm sure if i ask valeria she'll uh she'll be oh it's yeah right here you know? <laughs> yeah. look give me that dirty look like well, what's your problem <laughs> every time i tell that the computer's not working and she touches it it works perfect so right yeah it's usually how so anybody that has any questions about how things work really work for ATV talk, you should ask Valeria because I'm just a mouthpiece. I just have a conversation about ATVs and <laughs> she can tell you so many more things about the intricate workings of what goes on and how it goes on because uh, I rely on her and, and, and Paula and Rodrigo so much uh, to, to hand, help with some of these things. It's unbelievable uh, because I know nothing about it. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, sometimes they say do this, okay, you know, and you, <laughs> well, I'm doing it, but I'm going to do it, <laughs> you know. <laughs> it was it was a pleasure talking with you. Um, yeah. You know, I, I really think that you need to uh, keep trying, focus, relax. I think maybe if you relax a little bit, because you, you can almost tense the tension in your voice when you're talking about it because you're stressing over it and you want it so bad, maybe take a half a step back, take a breath and relax a little. And, and you'll notice a difference, you know? Right. Yeah. You know, and go back to enjoying it. Oh yeah. That's what it's all about. It's all fun. It is because are you making a bunch of money? Nope. (laughs) Right. Not at all. I was actually thinking this the other day. I've been driving quite a bit for my dad for work and I was thinking about, I mean, this is all for fun. You don't really get anything out of it. It's just, just for your fun. So uh, I was actually thinking about that the other day. Trying to enjoy it more. 
Yeah, there's maybe three people at the races making money. Yeah, maybe. Yep, three riders, maybe three riders. There's probably maybe. two for sure. Two for sure. But the rest maybe of them three. are, and, they, and maybe they're not spending the money, but they're not making the money. You yeah, know, their sponsors not as, not as well as the other, the other two are. Well, yeah, I mean, but, the um, fastest two guys in the world. It's crazy. To see the the separation of them two from the rest of them is like it's crazy. Do you watch any other form of racing? Um, I watched a little bit of NASCAR. Um, it's probably about it. Who's I watched the, the motocross, the dirt bikes. Right. Who's your driver? Um. So I actually like the truck series. Um, okay. Haley Deegan. That's my right. girl. <laughs> she is she's she's good oh, I, yeah. like it. I like it a woman in a men's sport you know well she's, she's a west coast it. gal yep you know she uh she's killing it for sure she's had some bad luck this year but um people like to take her out because she's a girl but you know Robin, Robin's i don't think they like it <laughs> uh, probably not Probably jealous. Not when they see her car come by, they're like, "Nah." -uh. But uh, no, she's a uh, she's pretty badass. Well, her and Sheldon Creed were West Coast drivers. Both drove trophy carts, and yep. then, you know, Sheldon graduated to the Xfinity Series. I'm sure that Haley's going to at some point as well. Oh yeah, I think she will. Um, she uh. She's had a pretty rough year this year from what I've seen. So, but, uh, she's yeah, still there was, fast. There was a big controversy about the last race, I believe, or the race before that. Yeah. There's been a little bit of some, there's some same drivers that keep taking her out. And I don't know. Like, I don't know who it was, but he came I, back yeah. and rubbed her, rubbed her all the way down to the line. And then yeah. he ended up losing the tire. Yeah. Like, well, it serves you right. Yeah. I didn't get to watch the last one, but uh, I, I don't get to watch many NASCAR races because I'm spending so much time doing other things. And yeah, and a lot of Saturday and Sunday is spent, you know, researching and doing things for the podcast. So, uh, oh, yeah. you know, I might get to watch a race here or there, you know, MotoGP or, or F1, something like that. Yeah. But my pops really enjoys that. So, yeah. But I do like to i know some of the good drivers or some of the drivers i do scan through it on instagram a little bit just to see see what's up there and what's going on right yep yeah there's so much there's so many cool out out of sport or out of our normal sports i, I really want to see the uh the mud racing deal where are they racing those big giant monster quads through the through the mud, or are they just riding them through the mud pit? <laughs> I don't know. Some of them quads are crazy. Oh, and like, yeah, and some they're the, like some of the things they get them to do is incredible. Yeah, you'd never think that they'd be able to do that, but they just—it's crazy. Yeah, I'm not. I am not going to go jump on one of those and go in the mud. Sorry, not going to. No, happen. no, I don't, I don't well, think you know, I would. Let me put it to you this way. If I don't have to wash it, maybe. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a very good point. That would suck. <laughs> that's probably got to be you know, the first part. 
Hey, if you can get out of the cleanup, why not, right? Yeah. If you have somebody to clean it up, yeah, probably. <laughs> Neve, thank you so much for spending some time with me. I really appreciate it. I always enjoy talking with you. Um, you always have an invitation to come back at any given time. The team here at ATV Talk would love your feedback. Please email us at hello at ATVTalkPodcast.com. San Diego's Body Evolution and Wellness Center. With over 17 years experience, Dr. Heidi looking out after all your chiropractic needs and Coach PJ looking out after all your fitness needs. Visit our website, www.bodyevolution.org, or call for an appointment, 619-987-8875. Duncan Technologies International. More than 33 years in the industry building racing programs and ATVs around the world. We build winners. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, don't forget to rate us on all the available platforms and share us with your loved ones. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook for more ATV Talk News. See you next time.